I don't like these questions, man. They're just they're it's like it's like a history exam. Yeah, you're thought, learning a little I bit thought, about Austin here. I, well, I thought you were you were gonna these questions were gonna be like, hey, do you remember Liberty Lunch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a trivia question. That's just, a, that's just like a, do you remember this? Yeah. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> I love it. Welcome to the Lone Star Play Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Join me and a famous guest. We discuss their career, life, food, Texas, and everything in between. Let's get started. The Lone Star Play Podcast is produced by TexasRealFood.com. Find out more at the end of this episode. Hi, I'm here to tell you about TexasRealFood.com. It's a great website where you can find local farm fresh food in Texas. Just enter your zip code, okay? It'll bring up Texas farms and ranches, farmers markets, farm to table restaurants, and more that are around you. It's really easy to use. Also, if you think there's a business that should be on the list that isn't on there, let us know, we'll get them added. As well as being able to enter your zip code and find all the great places around you, we also have great recipes, cooking techniques. You can learn about food and Texas food specifically um, and local food events that are happening in Texas. So it's a great website aside from that. And it also features, of course, the Lone Star Plate podcast that it produces. Um, we've also got some other features as well, like Food for Thought, Fresh from the Kitchen, Tasting Texas, the Texas Mom Blog, Real Food, Promptuary, a lot of great resources about Texas, all things Texas, focusing on Texas farmers and ranches and, you know, real food, y'all. Okay, so anyway, please go to TexasRealFood.com right now and begin your Texas journey for great food. All right, back to the show. Do you, do you want to ask me some of those questions? Yes, I do. I'm actually I, really I, curious I, as to what they are. Um, yes, let's do this. So look, this right. is from, uh, we're going to give a shout out to Austin360 because they came up with this. Um, and it's basically just 30 trivia questions about how much, how well you know Austin. Okay. Let's see. Let's see how you do. And there's multiple choice. Bam. Nice. And not to leave it all. Okay. To what fraternity did actor Matthew McConaughey belong when he was a student at the University of Texas at Austin? A, have- Kappa Sigma, B, Delta Tau Delta, C, Sigma Chi. I think Chi or Chi. I'm not sure. D, Beta Upsilon, Chi, and E, Pi, Kappa, Alpha. Good God. I didn't go to fraternity. I, I, don't, I didn't either, and I don't know anything. I'll just say Pi, Kappa, Alpha. Pi, Kappa, Alpha. Okay. We'll, we'll find out at the, at the end. Okay. Uh, if that's right. Or you know what? Should I find that out now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. He's a frat guy? It is Delta, Tau, Delta. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Oh, this one. This will be interesting if you know this. Near the end of Austin director Richard Linklater's Slacker, a few of the characters end up seeing a band for a few seconds in a club. What band was it? A, Ed Hall. B, Cherubs, I think. C, Butthole Surfers. D, Crust. E, Fastball. Is it Ed Hall? Yes, that is correct. Yeah. There you go. Wow, dude. <laughs> well, I know those I know dudes, and I, I, Slacker is one of my favorite movies. I actually want to, but a quick aside. Yes, um, yes. I lived here in the 80s, and then my mom died, and then I moved back here in 1991. And when I moved here, um, the day after I moved here, Will Sexton took me to go see Slacker at the Dobie Theater because it had come out that summer. And, uh, and I loved it. And I hung out in a lot of the places like Les Amis and all that stuff. And uh, and I, I feel very attached to that movie. And that movie is like always, I saw it like 10 years ago with a girl I was going out with. And I, I was pretty drunk when I was watching it. And I just started bawling like in the middle of it because that whole, <laughs> that whole culture of like, 
weirdos in Austin that were just walking around like the all those conversations and all of those characters, that was like a real thing. And those were like, some of them were the actual real people. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It's pretty insane. Anyway. No, no, that's crazy. Um, what, when did you see that movie? I saw it in 1991, like oh, when it came out. Yeah, right when it, like in. Around the time, it was 91 when it came out. Yeah, 91. Like summer of 91. And I, mean, I saw it in like August of 91. Yeah, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Damn. Yeah. That movie supposedly, right. I mean, still people talk about that movie. Um, oh yeah. Right. It's like, uh, Kevin Smith's inspiration for doing clerks. Sure. Yeah. Um, I think even Quentin Tarantino, All what, of those I know, guys, I, I know he had, had already done reservoir dot, but I think it's still just the fact of being able to put something like that together. Yeah. It's such a rhythm and such an odd sort of thing where it's just, starts with one guy runs into another person then they follow the next person then it follows the next person from the day to nighttime yeah that's absolutely. it yeah that's it. it's pretty simple, awesome simple yeah. and yeah yeah i would love anyway. to get uh i would love to get him on yes anyway oh, dude. Uh, yeah. right he would be great Amazing. okay this is a food related question here. okay uh below what present day austin restaurant are the beer vaults of one of austin's first commercial brewers Johan Schneider. A. Lambert's Downtown Barbecue. B. Ita Italic. C. La Condesa. D. The Capitol Grill. Or E. Commodore. I have no idea. The Capitol Grill? Uh, that was a guess. E, no, you're wrong. It's La Condesa. Okay. It's close. Close. That was C. Uh, okay. How many of the city's famous moon towers were originally built? 17 still exist. 30? Okay, A is 18, B oh, 20, sorry. C 21, D 31, E 27. 27. It's 31. What a weird question. Huh, yeah. Okay, Gus Garcia was Austin's first elected Hispanic mayor but another Hispanic trailblazer first served in the office on an acting basis for three months in 1983. Holy cow. Gonzalo Barrietos, John Trevino Jr., Richard Moya, Johnny Limon, Edward Rendon Sr. What was the first guy's name? Gonzalo Barrientos. Barrientos. Yeah, he was like a, he's a guy whose name, I, he's like a guy. Recognize yeah, that let's name? Yeah, go with him, yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's uh, a person. <laughs> he's a he's he's a human. It's B. Uh, John Trevino Jr. Close. I mean, sort of close, I guess. Uh, actress Sandra Bullock used to own Best Bistro in downtown Austin before it closed. Yes. Oh, I did not know that. What spot in town does the Gravity Star still own? A. Walton's uh, Fancy Walton's Stable. Ba that one. Is yeah. that it? Yeah, my girlfriend, who used to be Bob's yeah. assistant, was the uh, pastry chef there. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Walton's and she got it because and staple. Yeah. Yeah. And and what what uh what is it? What is that place? It, it's a bakery and coffee place. It's like across the street from where uh it's across the street from where Bess was, and it's across the street like uh, kind of uh, across the street from where uh like by the Hofbrau on the same side of the street. Okay. Right on. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't even know about it. Yeah, God, dude. I, you know, how do I live in Austin? It's amazing. I live in Austin seven years and still find out new things about it. I didn't know. Yeah. Okay. This is a music question. You should get this. Oh, the God. members of rock duo Black Pumas are Grammy nominees now. But in what Austin club did Eric Burton and Adrian uh, Quesada first introduce audiences to the project through a residency? Sea Boys. Sea Boys Heart and Soul is B. I was there. That, that is uh, an answer. Uh, and that is the correct one. You were there. Can I, that. Can I tell yes. you a sad, can yes. I tell you a sad, sad story about your friend, Johnny? Yes. So, oh man. I hate that. It's sad. I, I was at a thing and I was talking to a friend of mine and she goes, uh, Oh man, have you seen that Eric Casala has that band with Eric Burden? So in my mind, I think Adrian Casala has teamed up with Eric Burden from the uh, legendary band, the animals. Okay. And I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, they just started this residency at Sea Boys, and I was like, really? She's like, yeah. I was like, wow, that is fucking cool. 
So I go, and there's a, it's like their third show. It's like the third week. And there's like a line like down the street. And I'm like, what is this thing? I walk in wow. and I'm like, well, who's this guy singing? That's weird. And I see my friend and I'm like, where's Eric Burton? Is this, why is this guy singing? He's like, that's Eric Burton. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's not a very entertaining story. but I like, loved it. I yeah. thought that was great. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> Adrian thought it was hilarious. Absolutely. Like I was like, you're never going to believe this, dude. I thought you had a band with Eric Burden from the animals. <laughs> uh, so you were there at one of their first few shows there. Yeah. Three to five shows in I saw. And it was already just popping. Yeah. That's crazy. That was insane. That's crazy. What, what sort of energy you think? Like Why? I mean, look at their trajectory. Like, like some bands have like this. Theirs, theirs is like this. Like, yeah. Like that was in like 2018, <laughs> and then like they were literally nominated for a Grammy in 2020. That's just crazy. I mean, yeah. that doesn't happen, right? Musically, no, that doesn't. Not very yeah. often at all. No, no. I mean, like, like they that. formed in 2018. Yeah, absolutely. They're barely <laughs> they, together. Yeah. No, that's crazy. and they've gotten it's... to know each other pretty well now, huh? It sounds like that uh, the the barbecue story that we just did, the, the guys that just got number one in Texas on that Texas monthly list, right? Goldies. Uh -huh. They just yeah. opened. They just opened. They're the first year open. They make number one, right? That's like unheard of in food as well. Like, that's just like, what? I, I, and they're young guys, you know? So crazy. What's your, what's your barbecue go-to in Austin? I mean, just quick, no, no huge line, but amazing. You know, I like Browns right there off of Lamar. Oh, really? Truck. Yeah. It's a, it's a okay. food trailer uh, connected. I can't remember the name of the bar there off of South Lamar. It's called Browns. Okay. Definitely underdog, under the radar, badass. Anybody that goes there knows it's awesome. That That's, that's kind of my go-to. If I'm, you know, a nice line. I mean, Franklin's is still good. Valentina's. You know, it's a little different, but um, yeah, that, that's that's it. That's it for me. What about you? I really like Ironworks. I don't I mean, I've had Franklin's. It's delicious, but I'm not going to go stand in line all day for a it's thing. Totally. It's a it's an experience. You got to do the whole. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's where I'm lucky. Like in Skyrocket, we get to we play enough events like private events that, you know, that's like the cool thing is to have them cater your thing. So, yeah, every once in a while we get the Franklin's, which is nice. Oh, they'll get the they'll get Franklin's for you guys. Yeah, well, they'll get Franklin's for the thing, and then we're in the catering. Got you, got you. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, that's not that's. <laughs> we've, we've we've been trying to figure out how like to get away from the deli trays because, at, like one day someone's like, "Does anyone really like eating like sliced turkey every gig?" And those things are gross, and they're loaded with salt, and like oh, you know sure. what I mean. Sure, absolutely. And then your whole backstage smells like it the whole time every time you walk back there it smells like sliced. yeah meat. that's tough um i mean unless you got someone doing hot food right that can maintain it and keep the heat and keep something for you i think what they've changed to is like put us in on the catering or a buyout. that's the best that's the best yeah. right just to have you guys going with the catering that that's yeah. problem solved i mean yeah that, that's a yeah. problem solved Okay, enough of the right. exciting. Enough uh, complaining about backstage food. <laughs> exciting warmers. I I'm about to go into a tirade about uh, warmers. Okay, so oh, that, yeah. that's not what we want. Okay, okay, number we're only on number eight here, but we got this. What was the city's first newspaper according to the Texas State Historical Handbook? I don't know, man. The Daily I, Texan. No. <laughs> here we go. We got the the city's first newspaper okay so a the austin city gazette b the austin american c the austin statesman d the austin chronicle or e the austin democrat the austin american it's a the austin city gazette okay it's the very first newspaper in austin wow there you go didn't know that okay the site on the western frontier that would become austin was chosen by a commission appointed by the texas congress in 1839 the commission was directed to see the site by which early texas leader sam houston stephen f austin david g burnett uh mirabeau b lamar and anson jones i don't know sam houston 
close. Uh, (laughs) not not really i I say that but it's wrong right (laughs) i always say that close but you mean wrong uh (laughs) it's d mirabeau b lamar b lamar mirabeau am i saying that right mirabeau mirabeau b lamar yeah uh he has an elementary school in uh in in the woodlands bam look at that little extra i guess lamar 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 is probably named after him Absolutely. Yeah. That makes sense. What if it's like some other random Lamar? Um, okay. Number 10. In what Texas town was Academy Award-winning actress, former Austinite and UT alum, Renee Zellweger born? Mesquite, born, Katie, Westlake Hills, or Conroe? I'm going to say Conroe just because I, I would like her to have been born there. <laughs> and close. No, I'm kidding. It's uh, C, Katie. <laughs> Katie, good. Texas. Uh, during the mid-19th century, what Native American tribe lived prominently near present-day Austin, even reportedly camping in what's now Republic Square Park, Comanche, Apache, Cherokee, Tonkawa, or Cheyenne? Well, that's interesting. I don't know, man. Cherokee? It's, I uh, like these questions, man. They're just, they're, it's, like, it's like a history exam. Yeah, you're I learning thought, a little I bit thought, about Austin here. I, well, I thought you, you were going to, these questions were going to be like, hey, do you remember Liberty Lunch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a trivia question. That's, know, just, a, that's just like, a, do you remember this? Yeah. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. Well, what was uh, it? It was, it's Tonkawa. Okay. So that was the American tribe that used to live near Austin. That's okay. It. Okay. Here, th- this is an Austin City Music uh, Festival question. Here we go. Austin City Limits Music Festival has given the stage to a bunch of artists over the years. But which of these never actually played the fest in Zilker Park? So they never played. Okay. So A, Bjork, B, Billy Idol, C, Amy Winehouse, D, Al Green, or E, Skrillex? Bjork. Bjork. No, the, the uh, correct answer is Amy Winehouse. Ah, that she was going to be my played. second guess. She yeah. never played. So Bjork played, Billy Idol, Al Green, Skrillex. Man, Skrillex. Remember, remember 2012, like when that was like the most prominent style of music and like Dead Mouse and all this kind of stuff. I don't even like, know who Skrillex is, actually. Uh, I mean, I know the name, but I don't know. The it was an EDM. Now. It was an EDM era. But all those guys, I don't even know what they do now. You know, they, they come and go, right? In music, these fads, they come and go. Um, okay, the Zach Theater. I used to uh, have my food truck right down the street from the Zach Theater, right behind Tom's Market. They're okay. off of uh, Barton and, and Lamar. So, yeah. Okay. So, you might know, I didn't know, that Zach Theater is named after Austin actor Zachary Scott. Oh, didn't know that. Who also found a career in the golden age of Hollywood. He co starred with fellow Texan Joan Crawford in three feature films Hollywood Canteen, Mildred Pierce, and what other movie? A. Flamingo Road, B. The Southerner, C. Johnny Guitar. D Grand Hotel or E Colt Forty Five. Johnny Guitar. That's a great guess. Uh, it's Flamingo Road. Okay. I mean, d- these are just. That's definitely just. That was just. I mean, I'm just fact. guessing. Least, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just an interesting fact. I mean, I didn't know all that history about the Zach Theater. Honestly, I didn't even know it was named after an actor. Great theater. Check it out. Uh, in fact, when I remember when the Daily Show came with John Stewart, that's where they shot. Yeah. They shot there. Um, okay. Where did guitar great Gary Clark Jr. go to high school? Crockett, Lanier, Hayes, Austin, or Vandergriff? Vandergriff. Austin. Uh, Austin High School? Yeah. That is correct. Well, I where, went there when I lived here in the 80s. You did? You went to Austin High School? Where, where is that school at in Austin? It's, uh, it's on the lake. It's on, uh, it's, you know, like where that thing happens where Mopac splits and, and, and uh and first street and fifth street and mopac yeah. and there's that it's 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 there got you got you um okay in the late 1800s austin's william sydney porter the prolific short story writer better known as o henry founded a humor publication with the same name as which popular magazine time vogue cosmopolitan esquire or rolling stone esquire 
Rolling Stone. Oh, wow. I did not know that. The late 1800s. Interesting. Oh, Henry. They stole it. Okay. Oh, everybody knows this name and everyone pronounces it wrong, but that's okay. Jose Antonio Menchaca, the veteran for whom Menchaca Road is believed to be named, most famously served in what Texas Revolution battle? Uh, A, Goliad, B, San Jacinto, C, the Alamo, D, uh, Refugio, Refugio. 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 What, what is that? It's refugee, right? Yeah. Uh, e, Concepcion. I'll just guess Refugio. Close. I didn't even know it was a dude. <laughs> I said close. San Jacinto. San Jacinto. San Jacinto. So everyone says in Austin, that's how you know if someone's from Austin or not from there, because they'll pronounce it wrong if you're from Manchac. there. They'll say, they'll yeah. say Manchac. If they're yeah. not from there, they'll say Manchaca or something or Manchaca or something along those lines. Right. And you're like, you know they're not from there because right. they tried to pronounce it correctly. <laughs> that's right. kind of funny. <laughs> right? That's kind of a funny thing. Yeah. I've always thought it was weird. Yeah. I always thought it was weird, too. It's like, why do we keep pronouncing Well, everyone just does it, so that's what we do. But whatever. Yeah. It, it happens. Um, okay, what year was the first gay and lesbian pride fiesta, the ancestor to the annual Austin Pride celebration held? 1977, 85, 89, 90, or 95? The very 95? first gay and lesbian pride fiesta. You said 95? That's, yeah. that's not a bad guess. That's close. That is close. It's 1990 is the okay. correct answer. Okay, look at that. Going back, Austin holding strong. Which fashion designer was born in Austin? Mark Jacobs, Christian Siriano, Betsy Johnson, Donna Karen, Tom Ford. Ah, wow. This answer might surprise a lot of people listening. Betsy Johnson? It's Tom Ford. Wow. I, I did not know that. I didn't either. There you go. I'm always finding out who Texans are. Because, you know, we're always interviewing Texans right on the show. So it's like, oh, this person's Texan? Oh, that person's Texan? Oh, I had no idea. I love, I love uh, learning about that for some weird reason. Uh, which uh, pair of famous Austin names are siblings? Jewelry designer Kendra Scott and tennis player Andy Roddick. Uh, football player Ricky Williams and track star Sanya Richard Ross. Uh, football coach Mac Brown and journalist Liz Carpenter. Director Robert Rodriguez and musician Patricia Vaughn. That one. That one? Yeah. That really is. D, yeah, that's right. So Robert Rodriguez has like his own band, right? Doesn't he? I think or so. I think he does stuff with Del Castillo. I actually just had her on like a couple weeks ago. And what does she do? What, what she, is... she, she plays music and writes songs and also uh, has been in his movies. Like... Uh, What's that weird one that's kind of animated with like Mickey Rourke? Sin City? Yes, she's in that movie. She's like the lady with the whip. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay, very cool. Yeah, I always heard he did music. I don't know why I met somebody that was like, oh, I play in his band or something along. I don't know. They do. Ago. Here's a quick aside fun fact. This I, when, when, uh, when, when the San Marcos school changed its name to texas state university in 2004 um i was getting hired a lot by this ad company in uh in san antonio uh to do music for stuff and they uh i wrote the song for the commercial that was like hey we're changing our name and uh and so i produced wild. i produced the tune and the girl that sang it was another one of their sisters Oh wow! His name is escaping me right now. But wow! Look at that little fun, fun fact. Yeah, wow! What a cool fact. project. Uh, uh, but I hope that video's out there somewhere. Yeah, it, it, I I remember it. It went. Uh, I want to live the Texas dream. See and do everything. Let this highway carry me away. Oh well, whatever. It was good. Then it ended with <laughs> growing up. In a Texas state of mind, it was I terrible. Love <laughs> yeah. I love you're just like in a in a field of blue bonnets. Well, just it was like, also like one of those things that they showed on TV a lot. But the yeah. way that I did the thing, like I was in the middle of getting a divorce, 
And they're like, hey, man, we don't really want to pay you residuals. We'll just pay you flat out to do this and then we'll pay you to produce it. And then like, you know, you're watching TV and it comes on like every day and you're like, fuck. Damn it. When most people would be like, cha-ching, I'd be like, ah. That's hilarious. I've yeah. never done anything that had like residuals or anything. You know what I mean? So I don't know what that's like, but I can only imagine. Um, well, not doing it is a terrible feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Missing <laughs> yeah. out on it. I can't imagine yeah. like you always read about like an actor or someone who like, you know, missed out on a movie, right? Or something that went big yeah, yeah. and they turned it down or, you know, I can't imagine the the regret but at the same time you have to look where you're at it's like yeah. well i'm i'm already here so it's all good i can't get them all right i i i, I needed that thousand dollars really badly when i got it so what's the difference with like the residual like do you get like nothing up front and then they just I, it's all I, residual it's probably all different every time you know oh, right depending on. on the deal but definitely the difference is the upfront money yeah Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, you know, on the back end, you always hear about some of these people too making the money on, right. on the back end of that. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Texas, this is a little food question. I think you like this plate. Uh, okay. Matzel Rancho. I think you've been yeah. there. Tex-Mex mm -hmm. institution. It's famous for its Bob Armstrong dip. Oh, I didn't know that Bob Armstrong. What? Okay. Well, what are the ingredients, Johnny? I don't know. <laughs> Look, there's a bunch of different, you know, multiple choice, but I really just I, don't even see the point here. I'm, I'll, I'll be, I'll be straight up honest. Matt's is not a go-to for me at all. Whenever I go to Matt's, it's like once every like five or six years, you know, somebody is like, oh no, it's, it's, you know, Dave's birthday and we're all meeting at Matt's and that's how I end up there. You're not hurting my feelings, dude. I, the only time I've been there is because I got a gift card and that's why I went. <laughs> That's one of those places. I just, you know, you get a gift card for. So, yeah, you know, I heard my feeling. I've never heard of that Bob Armstrong dip, but now I kind of want to find out what it is. Uh, and I'm going to tell everyone it is a queso, uh, guacamole, and ground beef mix. So, nothing special. No. That doesn't sound, he shouldn't be stealing that, even though it's got the Armstrong name. I think the slide. most famous queso in town is that Kirby queso, isn't it? From Kirby. Probably. Lane? Yes, probably. Honestly, you get so much food. good queso. It's the, same, it's the same exact thing. It's Absolutely. guacamole. I prefer the chorizo when they do chorizo instead of ground beef. I like that more in the queso when they do that. Just spices it up, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Just got that extra flavor, fat flavor. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but there's so much good queso in Austin to get. Really, in Texas, you can always, but in Austin especially, such a big thing. San Antonio, too. You can get good queso from just about anywhere. And if you get it bad, people let you know. Yeah. You, you're, they're not oh, yeah. going to order that again. There's no, there's, there's something so satisfying about melted cheese. Absolutely. That, that if you, if you mess that up, you're a very bad person. Dude, Bob's here. <laughs> Bob just no jumped way. in. I Bob Schneider. Hey, give me one of the trivia questions that Johnny fucked up on and I'll see if I know more than he knows. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. I mean, oh, one of the ones you want one of the ones he, he fucked yeah. up on. Yeah. Yeah. I want one where he didn't know the answer. Oh man, Bob, there's no way you're going to get this. Okay. Let's see. I'm, I'm sure I won't. You might. If you know this, you Hold fail. On. If, I, if I don't know the answer, this is what you're going to hear. The sound of the snake charmer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, to which fraternity did actor Matthew McConaughey belong when he was a student at the University of Texas at Austin? Phi Kappa Delta. <laughs> For a second, I thought, wait, you said that so fast. You've got to be right. I don't even know the name of a, a no, fraternity. That's not even a name of a fraternity. You just I made don't it. Know like, the it's not even fraternity. There is a Pi Kappa the Alpha. The question should have been, was he in a fraternity? Yes or no? That's I a, agree. That's, I agree. Like, who's going to know that except a fraternity guy? Uh, you're right. Someone in the fraternity. Right, ask like, one more yeah. question. Ask yeah. Me. This is a better one. This is about a band. 
near the near the end of Austin director Richard Linklater's Slacker. Remember that movie Slacker? Oh yeah. A few of the characters end up seeing a band for a few seconds in a club. What band was it? Bad Mother Goose. I have multiple choice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you have multiple choice? Shit, dude. Why did you tell me that? I just wanted to see how good you did first. Okay, multiple choice. I'll get it with the multiple choice. I, I think so. The multiple choice for this one is A, Ed Hall, B, Sherub, C, Butthole Surfers, D, Crust, and E, Fastball. I was going to say Ed Hall, and it's Ed Hall. It is Ed Hall. I was, I was, that was my first guess, and I was like, is it Ed Hall or is it Bad, Mad Mother Goose? God, yeah, Johnny knew that. Actually, Johnny did know that. Yeah. I don't know how you guys either knew that. Really, it got into like old 80s government officials, and he was like, I don't know. Ed Hall had my favorite band t-shirt. They had a t-shirt that said, give me Ed Hall night long. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I need a new... What, what's your best band t-shirt you've ever had? Or the, your uh, favorite Or your favorite that you've, you've had? Dude, I have just a history of making the worst band t-shirts. Now I have the FAYM shirt, which is... Fuck those are badass. Know. Yeah, yeah, those I've are badass. Thousands of those uh, over the years. Um, that's probably my best t-shirt for sure. I've had a lot of really bad t-shirts because I design them. And I think it's a great idea at home. And then when I actually see them, uh, like in the world, I'm like, oh my God, what was I thinking? That's, oh. <laughs> Like anything with my faith, <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> See, I couldn't be able to handle that either. We had some mugs made, and the guy put my face all over the mug. And I was like, dude, I don't want this. this dude, you have to just always be sipping that mug with your face on it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, who wants this? This literally, and it was like three different pictures of my face. I was like, I, you, you even you multiplied it. I was like, no, no. Same thing. This is my name. I don't like that stuff. I wanted a shirt that said uh, for the podcast. It just says, again, it sounds great, the idea. But then everyone was like, that's stupid. So we're not doing it. But it just said all my tacos live in Texas. Oh, that's good. I thought that was a good show. You know, George Strait. I'm going off the. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, no, they nixed it, dude. They're like, that's stupid. Okay. No problem. I'll like just. It. I'm, I'm spinning gems out here, guys, but whatever. If you like it, I'll make a I'll make a shirt. The last shirt that I just put out is called uh, it says Bob Schneider Adult Music for Adult Children, and then in small letters of alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people are gonna love this shirt. I think I've sold one. That's it. You get this great idea, like oh yeah, people are gonna be all over this. And it's the shirt you don't think will sell is the one that sells. It's the one that's just the most mainstream. Like the one that just says Bob Schneider across it. I think I sell more of that than any shirt. If it it has the name or the city or something on it, right? Does that help? No. If they're a fan, they just want something with your name on it. Like if I go see Flaming Lips, I just want something that says Flaming Lips. I want something to show the world I like this band. I see. So. Yeah. You know, if it's just got my name, that they're like done. Done, <laughs> I love it. But for me, I'm like Jesus Christ. Nobody, what you want my name on your Jesus? What is that? It's- name, okay, face. Yeah, that that would definitely be tough for me to see my face everywhere. I couldn't take that. I hate my face. So like, if I just saw it a bunch of places, it drive me nuts. That's why I can't watch the show. You know, not not that that the reason but it's hard for me to watch clips back and watch myself but right i think every some people are like that i don't know dude i this friend of mine uh he's making a movie Uh, he's made a bunch of movies actually i've been in a few of them and he invited me to uh a premiere of one of the movies that i was in and dude it was the most uncomfortable experience just waiting (laughs) the whole movie until i was on screen and then it was just like razor blades watching <laughs> and i've never done it he, he always invited me after that hey you're that movie that you're in i'm like dude i would rather <laughs> do almost anything because i'm not gonna sit in a movie theater and have that excruciating feeling that's why you turned down the the lost husband uh deal right 
No, I just turned that down because I just, I was just like, this is not going to be good. And it's just going to be a waste of my time. Yeah. Like, and then when it turned out to be good, I was just shocked, you know? Oh, that's a good, good shock, right? Good, it was good great. Thing. Like, yeah. well, even, yeah, even when it, when it was released, the lady like texted me and she was like, Hey, will you post that it's out? And I'm like, I'll do it, but it's not going to move the needle. <laughs> me posting that it's out. It's not going to help your shitty movie. And a month later, she texts me and she's like, Hey, congratulations. It's the number one movie on Netflix in the world. And I'm like, what? You're like from my tweet. How, my- is, that, how is that even possible? You're it like, sure you're welcome. I looked at that. It was, I was like, Oh my God. Yeah, it was for a while. Um, but it didn't again it really didn't do anything it didn't it didn't move the needle for me at all did you find after the joe rogan thing when ron white meant did you see like i don't know an uptick in sales or any anything come from that there were more people at the at the uh, saxon pub a few days later that next oh that's awesome there was you know 40 more people in there than normal but the week after that, it was back to normal. Yeah. yeah. You know? Like, I, you got to put a bunch of those things together. Like, you really, I think it's like seven or eight. People have to see your name in seven or eight different things or see your face in seven or eight different things before it even registers, you know, before they even know that that's a thing. I see. Oh, It's just one time they just forget about it. Yeah, for sure. Well, I guarantee you people definitely Googled you and I'm sure you got some online fans, you know, pe- people online that looked into your music. I'm positive. I mean, it just that's what happens on the Joe Rogan show. I've been watching Joe Rogan since for a long time, five or six years. And anytime something pops up, that's what people do. Somebody says something you haven't heard or whatever. You, you're immediately looking it up and, you know. It is amazing. Right? It's crazy the reach he has. Like millions of people listen to that show. Yes. It's so yes. weird. Tens of millions. Wow. It's like crazy. It, it yeah. really truly is. It's mind blowing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, weird. absolutely. Absolutely. And just a little podcast in Austin, right? At this point, I mean, just out of a room. Um, you know, just grew from nothing to, to something so massive with such a. It, it can it can really talk about moving the needle. Something they talk about or whatever can really move the needle on different things. Yeah, I mean, Ron was saying like every time he's on his show, it like everything increases. Oh, can only imagine if, to be a guest on there. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you get invited on there one day. Would not surprise me at all if that Dude, happened. I, I'd do it in a second. Oh yeah, you'd be great on there. If I I wasn't Joe Rogan, I would be hated. No, so many. No, there'd be people that would be that would be like loving it, but there would be so many. Like of the ten million people, nine point nine nine million of those people had (laughs) never heard of me, and they're like, "Who's this dickhead?" And why is he on Joe Rogan? And we him like it would just be nothing but the comments would be nothing but haters going this guy sucks all dicks all <laughs> you know it was on the adam carolla show like back in the day like six years ago when it was you know beginning of yeah. and i made the mistake of like going on his site and like reading the comments and all the comments were like this guy sucks <laughs> we hate this guy Oh no! I don't think that would happen. No, it would on Joe Rogan. I mean, I'm sure there are. That's just how some of those assholes are, right? Uh, that no, watch that's the just show. the way the world is, dude. Yeah. People, if they don't know who you are, and you're somewhere. They're like, we hate you. They're like, fuck you. Yeah, I, I, I just stay away from. I mean, I'm sure now, right? You don't read, you don't get into the comments and. Well, the read, thing read is about. Stuff. My situation is I'm so under the radar. Like I'm just not part of any sort of mainstream media at all. So all the people that know anything about me are fans. They're all like people who came to a show or came across me, you know, very organically. So 
I just don't get any hate at all. It's just people that like what I do telling me how great I am. It's so rare that because I'm not big enough for people to care about or hate. You know what I mean? It'd be like, yeah, ant. Like, who are you going to hate an ant? You're going to go out of your way to fucking post a comment like, oh, that fucking ant sucks. <laughs> you know, it only, you know what I mean? It only matters if it's somebody huge. Then, then it makes you important to hate that person. Oh, I hate Taylor Swift. Yeah. Because now I'm like as big as I'm as important as Taylor Swift. So yeah, it's, it's, I, I love the fact that I don't, uh, it's, it's just rare that I see any hate stuff. And it's only when somebody who's got a huge social following, like if somebody like that posts something about me, then you'll see some people like, Oh yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck Bob Schneider. <laughs> fuck Bob Schneider. <laughs> fuck Madeline Steele or whatever. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um I, I can't deal with any any little bit. If there's ever any one little comment about the podcast, dude, I did not handle it well. I I just stay away from it. Me neither. Yeah. It's it's um too sensitive. I, I'm too like I'm a real person. So like I just, if somebody says something, I'm just like, that's what you would say to my face, you know, and that hurts. Like, it hurts my feelings. So, like, I can't, like, one person just wrote on this podcast I did, I, I guess not too, too long ago, with James McMurtry. And one person just wrote, the interviewer is awful. That's all they wrote about me. <laughs> oh, my God. You know? Dick. <laughs> yeah, they just wrote, the interviewer oh is awful. God. That was a comment. And I was like, fuck, man, what did I do wrong? Yeah, that's why I wanted to know what was so wrong. Why am I so awful? Right. But the comment right above it is great interview, right? right? So you just can't, um, I don't know, but it does bother me. So I just don't, if, I, if it even remotely looks negative, I don't even look at it. I just move on, just not even going to, because I'm going to take it to heart, to you know, seriously. And I, yeah. I can't do it. I mean, if I'm if I'm looking in the audience and everybody's having a good time, and then there's one person who's not, that's you'll be focused on them. That's what I'm focused on. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Um, I get it. Obviously, yeah, you know, we don't have that kind of audience, but yes, no, I, I understand. Yeah, and that and that and that comment's gonna stay with me now. Interviewer is awful, and there's been other ones where people say stuff, you know, but that one just in particular is funny, just to think about that. That's you know, they took the time to literally write that. So unnecessary. Yeah, it's unnecessary. Exactly. Just unnecessary. And actually, quick tidbit. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to call them out. I found out who that person was. Ah! <laughs> because I saw I saw the name and I was like, man, I recognize that name. Oh now, they're, the, they're a photographer for Franklin's barbecue. Can you believe that? photographer for franklin's what does that even mean i don't know this this is the random connection like i saw the name i was looking at posts on instagram and franklin's they had a post come up because they're celebrating their like 15 year anniversary and you know how people will tag whoever took the photo in a picture they'll put the little like emoji of a camera and then a, the name next to it. Yeah. it it was the same name and i was like that guy doesn't like me as an interviewer this guy that took aaron franklin's picture this is so random and it's a weird name that like it's not a coincidence you know what i mean it's a unique name um I, you know i don't want to say their name i don't want to libel shit but yeah but dude, you're I, like me it's like what are you doing why why would you write that about me yeah, if you're like me, you're having this whole conversation with this guy. Like you're, 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 you've, you've called him up. You're, you're. I want to. Him. I want to, man. You're, you're, really. you're like you're having the conversation. You figure out, oh, this guy's just has a horrible life. He's a terrible person. Exactly. Yeah. That's. But you never actually have a conversation with him. But in your mind, you've got it all worked out. In my mind, I've been staked out in front of his house for the last two days. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. Dude, um, I just think of ways like how can I, how can I, with words and metaphors, murder this motherfucker? So like, how can I cause him the most pain? <laughs> I was even thinking, oh, I'll be at some like food event, and I'm sure I'll run into him because he'll be taking pictures for food right. shit, and I'm gonna be like, something, something's gonna happen. <laughs> 
what am I going to do? You know, confront him. Hey, remember that comment you left on a YouTube video a while ago? He's going to be like, dude. What is, really hurt my feelings. Yeah, that really hurt my face. He's be like, dude, what's wrong with you? What are you, no, what's, are you still what, upset about that? Dude, what is? He'd dude, be right if he said that to me. How many comments I've left in my entire life on anything? Probably zero. Zero. Yeah, yeah. If I'm going to leave an any kind of a comment, it's only going to be because I love something so much that I'm just going to want to say, hey, this really is beautiful. But I don't care how much I hate something. I'm never going to. What? I'm, I'm going to try to convince you through my comment that something sucks or something? What the fuck is that? Who's doing it? What kind of small minded true piece of shit does that i'll tell you who franklin's photographer guy whatever it is <laughs> what a piece of shit dude i agree i agree fuck that guy fuck his pictures i wanted to comment the picture the photographer is awful that's what i wanted to put <laughs> <laughs> And then underneath it, hurts, don't it, bitch? Exactly, hurts, don't it, bitch? He's like, oh. <laughs> my God, do we need? We need uh, love. You and me need love, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah, I need the love. Can't, no, no hate, no, no time for it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, Bob, uh, what, uh, what, what do you have uh, coming up um, right now that you want to shout out here uh, at the end here as we wrap this up? Uh, just shows uh, or. Yeah, just the Christmas doing, one. Just doing no, that's already happened. Uh, doing Saxon Pub every Monday for the rest of the year, and then um, we do usually take a break in January for a couple of weeks, and then we'll get back to doing Monday nights um, at Saxon Pub and touring. I do have a a really cool thing coming up. I I had a guy illustrate a graphic novel version of my rock opera fuck all you motherfuckers that f-a-y-m yeah i think you i think we talked about this on the or it was you had talked about in the last episode like that it was coming up or something okay so, so he, that took about two years to illustrate it wow uh, so that's done wow and so we're about to launch a pre-order campaign where you can pre-order the book and oh, uh man can't wait to you see can that. actually be in the book. There's like this one bar scene. So if for a, a certain amount of money, I don't know exactly what it's going to be. You can actually have yourself drawn into the, into the graphic novel, which is kind of cool. That's going to, you know, the super fans are going to buy that out. Oh, are you kidding me? They're going to go nuts over that in a good way, right? They're going to love that. Yeah. So, so that's cool. And uh, we're, we're hoping to get it out by Christmas, but at this point, it's just not going to happen. So we're going to do pre-orders coming up soon. But maybe by the time this podcast sees the light of day, that will be happening. And uh, and then that book will be out early, early 22. So that's kind of cool. That's kinda awesome. Kidding, kidding me? Yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to get that, man. Um, absolutely. Yeah, it looks it looks really cool. And we did a con- we did a coloring book of it too, which is really cool. Which is really almost more subversive than the actual fuck all you mother something about a fuck all you motherfuckers con- coloring book <laughs> totally <laughs> with like headings and stuff <laughs> that's an adult uh coloring book that's something new i just learned about too adult coloring books i didn't know that that existed yeah uh, either um which is great i guess people like to color still man my wife she's got a ton of adult coloring books really yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Um, I guess I, I don't know. I guess I can color with my nephews. Here's the thing, dude. It's, it was a test. The coloring, the adult coloring book thing was a test. You, f- you passed the test. <laughs> <laughs> if you knew anything about adult coloring books, you would have failed the test. So you got an A plus. I'm like, here's, here's a first edition. Uh, no. Yeah. That's funny. Well, I'm glad you're doing it. Uh, yeah, your fans will definitely be excited for that. Okay, for the new year. And then, of course, the new year show, there's tickets for that still available. Yes, for sure. no? Yeah, there yeah. should be tickets available, yes. Okay. 
right on. And that's in Austin. That's in Austin at the Paramount Theater. Yeah. Yeah. Paramount. That's right. That's right. Yes. Every year. Paramount. Uh, well, awesome, Bob. Um, anything else I didn't mention? I don't know. Um, anything I, I didn't bring so. up? Got the new album, In a Room Full of Blood with a Sleeping Tiger that's been out. This that came out this year, um, that's doing good, I guess. I don't know who knows what I don't even know what that means. You're, you're, not, like, you're not selling <laughs> records, so you're doing streams, which is okay. So people are streaming that great. <laughs> not, we're not getting paid, just spend a bunch of money, just throw a bunch of money down the drain to make some music so that people can pay some dude in Sweden to become billionaires. I don't know. <laughs> you're right. Like, what is going to be the motivation for people to? put out these albums i I mean obviously it's the joy of making music and then i mean you can obviously you can still charge money to come see you play live and yeah hear those songs you make your money now yeah all right well uh yeah for sure that album i I mean i got the album i love it um okay well cool uh yeah i just want to make sure we didn't miss anything um i really appreciate the conversation um I have to say once again, it's been a real treat hanging out and chatting. Oh, man, it's been awesome. Wish you the best uh, tonight at Saxon Pub. That goes well. Thank you. The Lone Star Play podcast is produced by Texas Real Food. Go to texasrealfood.com and you can search your city for stores, butchers, restaurants, farmers markets, and more who are using fresh, artisanal, organic sources. It's a fun site that brings all natural options all together. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information, go to thelonestarplay.com. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Until next time.